This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events of the news this week. The Fecal Festival takes place this weekend. Mary Noonan spoke to, with Aoife Hayes during the week for Scarf Bay Community Radio and they chatted about the festival. Good afternoon, listeners. Um, I'm here on behalf of Scarf Bay Community Radio doing a little interview with Aoife Hayes, my neighbour up the road here. And of course, Aoife is from the great Hayes dynasty of music, going back to her grandfather, P. Joe, um, her uncle uh, Martin, and of course, Pat and all of the family. And we remember Peggy. So Aoife, it's lovely to have you here with us with Scarf Bay Community Radio. And you, you might give us a little bit of background into the, 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 the Fecal Festival. You weren't even born, of course, when no, it started. Um, so the Fecal Festival is happening again. We're celebrating our 34th uh, festival this year. Um, it's slightly different compared to previous years, but we'll continue and hopefully bring music to everyone around the world again. Um, I've been involved in the festival for the last maybe nine years, um, wow. but I've been kind of just helping out and I've always grown up with the festival. So it means an awful lot to very me. Very much part of your very life. Very much part of my life and growing up. So it's an honour to be helping out with the committee and taking a bit on board myself. But this year we're looking forward to celebrating everything about East Clare and keeping the tradition of music going. And it's different because it's co- with everything with COVID, but we feel we just want to bring the music to the people around uh, the world and share with everyone. So we're holding a virtual festival, but also with some live stream events, which will start tomorrow, Thursday. And so would you tell us a little bit? I see Thursday looks like a very exciting yes, uh, I'm concert. Yes, I'm looking very forward to this concert. So And this is the Kjol Kurum Sushi Yes, yeah, yeah in yeah, St. Yeah. Mary's Church in uh, Fecal. So we'll have Martin Hayes and Cormac Begley. And okay. we'll also have Lumiere, which are fantastic Fabulous, singing yeah. groups. Eilish Kennedy and Pauline Scanlon. Yes, and they'll be accompanied by Donna Hennessy, and we also have a very exciting um, uh, two a duo coming to Fika, which is Dermot Byrne and Steve Cooney. So, oh my God, that yes. will Steve be Cooney's very. The church will be hopping all together hopping. <laughs> after his fantastic um, Kjol or Saklarshi's yes, CD. I think course. you know. Yes, yeah, nice. it'll be very exciting. So yeah. we and have that's being streamed. Stre- then? It'll be streamed. It's been recorded tomorrow, Thursday, and we have a small limited amount of tickets left for that. Um, but it will be streamed on Friday at eight p.m. and. The streaming will be available from our Facebook page, which is Fecal Festival, or the website as well, which there will be a link. And these links will go on, will become available at eight o'clock and you can stream with them for a couple of days. And it'll oh, be available. fantastic. Yeah, so it'll be So available. this is actually going to be available be to everybody. Available wherever you are. You could be here in Fecal or you could how be g- in America. How generous <laughs> is that, uh, folks? How generous is that, <laughs> this wonderful festival available to you? And of course, uh, we'll talk in a few minutes now about Friday and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and also on Sunday the big celebration is coming yes, yeah. but uh, as we're talking you know you're streaming this fabulous festival mm-hmm. free of charge basically yes, apart from yeah. the people who have have been lucky enough to get tickets yes yeah and but people can donate to the festival yeah we felt this year Joe, we had a debate whether will we charge will we not charge but we feel that it's been a very hard year for everyone and mm-hmm. we just want to keep the music to everyone you know we have a lot of loyal customers patrons and friends that travel from far and near every year so can't be here this year they can't be here so we just felt 
we just were going to stream them out. But if you would like to donate to the festival, we would appreciate anything because we, to keep the running of the festival going right. and to for our acts and everything, it's been quite a difficult year yeah, as they haven't course. been playing. And they are very excited to be playing in front of a, a, li- live. a live audience. So um, if anyone ever wanted to donate, it's, you can find it through our Facebook page or our the, links fest- are, uh, the yeah. links are there or through yeah. our festival website as well. Brilliant. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Well, we're doubly excited to the idea of real music yeah. that is going to be live uh, impromptu sessions around yeah, the village and that. Yeah, hopefully as well, like in line with COVID um, regulations and everything, of course, of we course, will yeah. be um, socially distanced, socially distanced outside. outside and we will have some impromptu sessions in outside the local pubs and everything. So it would be lovely to hear, I'm very excited to hear some sessions and live yeah. music, so it's very yeah. exciting. And hopefully you might get to join in yourself, yes. <laughs> Claire. So on Friday then you're celebrating all things East Clare. Yeah. Yes, the wonderful yeah. tradition of the East Clare style of music. I know you're joined by some of the North Clare yes, people. Yes, we are. <laughs> but uh, the mainstays of the festival, of course, for many years have been the McNamara's yes. in one form or another. Yes, yeah. And I'd like you to maybe tell me a little bit about Friday Night's Festival. Yeah. That's the youth of East Clare yes. involved. Um, so Mary McNamara has done an awful amount of work for East Clare over the, ma- over the years. Um, yeah, and like myself, I've gone to Mary for music lessons and she's... And I even did. Yes. <laughs> Everyone has gone to Mary at some stage. Um, so Mary's daughter, Serica, um, has put a group of 25 fiddle players together and oh, they wow. will be, they're called All Strings Attached. And they're young people? The young people, yeah. They will be travelling over to the Shetlands in Easter 2022. No, um, I, I, I believe well. that happened before, didn't it? I did, it? Years yes. Ago. Mary brought, um, made a friendship with the Shetlands and they had, I think maybe 20 years ago, they when first started, went over. So Sarah has continued the tradition and yeah, she's fabulous. having her group um, playing um, a lovely group of fiddle players on Friday and then all also, strings attached all strings attached it's it. a lovely name I really I, I really it. like I the name it. of it and then Mary will Mary and Sarah will also play together as well their ladies cup of tea uh, yes the cup of tea <laughs> yes yeah uh, which will be a, they're, they play gorgeous music together and then we've got a brother and sister duo Ashley and Sean Lyons and they'll be accompanied by Dermot or Dermot Sheedy. So that's a percussionist. Yes, yeah. that would be a lovely. Um, Ashlyn plays the harp and concertina, and Sean mm. um, is a fantastic singer and, and plays pipes as their well. Their mom and dad, of course, great yes, singers, of course, the two of them. Yes, yeah, um, okay. so as well as that, we've got Tara Breen and Park Green and Connell O'Keen, with Tara is a fant- multi instrument um, musician, mm. and uh, she'll she be playing the fiddle along with Park Green, concertina, and Connell O'Keen on, t- on guitar. And, and you have the Barua the Tria. Barua Tria. Of course, more McNamara's. Yeah, more Andrew. McNamara's. It wouldn't be fecal without them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so again, we'll have the hot or church lifted again um, with Eileen O'Brien and Andrew Mack. And unfortunately, uh, Geraldine... Unfortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. <laughs> her son is getting married, so we'd want to wish them the best of luck. Absolutely. Um, and instead of uh, Geraldine, we have Deirdre McSherry, which is she's, she's a, a fine pi- pianist. So yeah, it'll yeah. be a lovely night as well. And that will be streamed on Saturday night. Now we do still have some, some tickets, tickets available, so oh, a limited amount of tickets, so they will be available. They are so Glor isn't it? Glor box office, so yeah, yeah. You can Glor. ring up Glor or on their website, and they're Fabulous. still available. So brilliant. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and now we come. So we've kind of touched on how you're dealing with the whole COVID thing, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that the workshops can't go ahead. No, unfortunately, no. That's no a sad, yeah, sadly, but yeah. th- they will be back. Oh, we'll all be back next year. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back in numbers again next year. <laughs> we will absolutely, and then, uh, I suppose really, 
if you think about this side of the country in particular, you cannot but think about your grandfather and the Tullochaley band. And I believe they were 75 years 75 this year. 75 years. That's something, year. isn't it? Three quarters of a century. Yes, yes, it's amazing. I My uncle Martin said to us the other day, he remembers the 25th anniversary. Yeah, he was very young at the <laughs> time. But he, he remembers the 25th anniversary. It's crazy to think they're 75 years on the road still and yeah. thriving and still going, which is fantastic. So yeah. this year, I suppose... 75 yeah, years yeah, is, on Sunday yes on Sunday it will be streamed at 8 o'clock from Pepper's Marquee um, in Fecal yeah. and it's a celebration of the 75 years of the Tullochaley band and their legacy and their tradition of music they've imprinted around the world absolutely, and globally yeah. so it's, dancers absolutely love them yes yeah they're they they're renowned and global like so they are one of a kind but absolutely and um, we will have they will be playing the band will be playing together and they will be joined with dancers as stephanie Keane, a fantastic she knows she knows dancer absolutely. and the band will they'll also they'll play together but they will also have little sections together and Wonderful. there will be a presentation made on behalf of the fic festival committee to the band to celebrate their legacy and their 75th anniversary and Mark Donnan and Martin Hayes will be having a little impromptu conversation about growing, growing up, with, up the band. with the band and yeah. their stories and everything. So it's very special, and it's and and very special. Yeah. I think it's very important to honor seventy five years, you know, of music Such an amazing and, and to continue it. So it's great. So that is on yeah. Sunday night, and it'll be streamed again at eight o'clock. But so. well done to the Fiki <laughs> Festival and, and and particularly on honoring them. There, I think that's yeah, absolutely yeah, amazing. It's, it's, it's nice to just mark. We we celebrated their seventieth as well, but you know, for seventy five, we said Joe. Yeah. Because with COVID and everything, it's very they might no one might honour yeah. elsewhere. So today we is said, the day. yeah, so we said we'll take her, we'll take it and we'll just celebrate it for them. Absolutely, yeah. today is the day. Yeah, so exactly. listen, Eva, that is absolutely brilliant. And as we said, we, you know, we're all really, really, really looking forward to full on live everything mm-hmm. next year sessions yes, everything God, yeah. but this year i think you've done a wonderful job and you, Thanks, have, you, you know i know that they also streamed a, i think a singing session didn't they yeah it's, there'll be a singing session again because singing is a big part of the festival as Absolutely. you know you've yeah, yeah. T- taken part in many years of it yeah, yeah. um so it'll be on monday again and that will be streamed from shorts pub and in particular we're honoring great singers that came to people for many years such yeah. as Nora butler and yeah. sean mcmahon so oh, of course it'll be in their honor as well so yeah. we will that will be streamed on monday on, on through our social media or the festival website again so so just go back again now for the yes. three thursday night and friday night uh festival or sorry the thursday night and thursday and friday night will be live st- or their live events so their tickets are limited but you can still try to you know yeah, to get exactly, your tickets yeah, but they'll be streamed over friday and saturday so night the and following nights at eight o'clock at eight o'clock and yeah. you can get that through our facebook page which Absolutely. is fecal yeah. festival or the festival website there'll be Brilliant. a link on that and then on sunday is the keely yes or the celebration of the tolly band and then on the monday will be the singing session well well done <laughs> and well done you did a fantastic job this year a young girl thrown in at the deep end in the middle of covid so what else would i expect from one of the hazes fantastic thanks very much mary it's great having you here Eva. Thanks very much, Thanks very much. The Clare Senior Camogie team completed their All-Ireland schedule last weekend with victory over Westmeath in Cusick Park. Present at the game was Hilda Breslin, President of the Camogie Association, and Hilda spoke with Pat McNamara from our sports department afterwards. 
Hilda, thanks a million for joining us on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Uh, first of all, I hope you enjoyed the game. Brilliant game, I think. Lovely sunshine as well, which makes it all the more special. Uh, I suppose, you know, in Camogie, in Cedar Camogie at the moment, Hilda, you have, you know, you have the top three or four teams uh, who are really outstanding teams. The quality seems to rise every year. And then you've tried teams trying to make the breakthrough. Uh, I suppose Clare were considering themselves knocking on the door of that top three or four. Westmeath, maybe it'll step from, from that back from that again. But both of these teams today have shown signs that they're on the right track. I think they have. It's tough. Like, you need it to come from the underage, really, and build it up. And it takes a couple of years. And I think, to be fair to Clare, you've got some lovely young players there coming through. They've got to get a chance at senior in a, a few seasons <coughs> before they can make the breakthrough. But, you know, we say two, three, four. Every year we get another one, a shock in. We'll have Waterford in quarterfinals. We'll have Wexford back in a quarterfinal. We'll have, you know, Tipperary, Cork, Galway, um, Kilkenny. So, do you know, in fairness, there's no out and out people going to pick the semi-finals or the finals before we're finished. I certainly wouldn't be putting money on who's going to be in any of those games. Absolutely. And I suppose as Camogie President Hilda, uh, you know, you want the game to spread. You want more and more teams being, being of a certain standard to compete for, for all and uh, that seems to hold the way it's panning out but uh, even for, for that for it going so well currently in difficult times you know with the COVID pandemic games condensed trying to find dates trying to find timings for your competitions it's been tricky but you're making a good fist of it it's been very tricky I think w- what we wanted to do in the championship we didn't want to knock out I think to be fair to county teams they put such a huge effort in we didn't want them one game and it's all gone so we put in a congested I suppose championship where they were out every week and we put in more groups it's not ideal but it does mean that the players are back with their clubs and they're getting games so to be fair to them they started in May you know you'll get a run now into the club championship and you'll be going Um, so it's really important that the club players get a window in there as well and and that's really what we wanted was to give some sort of equal fairness to both the club and the county Absolutely and obviously the club is always the the bedrock of of Camogie and GA in general so uh, looking after them is paramount as well as having you know regular senior uh, you know, kind of a sh- showcase games like this as well. Uh, the other thing that has been discussed a good bit amongst Mogi people and any commentators like ourselves is, is the, the rule changes and, and uh, you know, whereby I suppose we were figuring many of us maybe who were maybe hurling based thought that there was too much maybe technical pulling for for uh, for, for freezing Kamogi a few years ago and. Uh, we're all agreed, I think, that the game flows well now. And these players are so fit, put in so much training equally to the men. They're really able to take a few knocks and, and the game flows without end. And, and the game hasn't in any way got any dirtier, but it, it's, it's become much more of a flow to it. And at least we as commentators agree, it's a better game to watch. I don't know what it is from your angle. Um, uh, look, I think the rules needed to catch up with the players in some ways. Yeah. Um, the players have got very fit um, and they're doing the strength and conditioning. And while maybe it was it was always the skillful, we needed to showcase the skill a little bit more. So the, the stop-start element of it is probably come out of it a bit. It'd be great to see it in the club now and see when it filters down, how it works. Um, I think it's working well. I thought it worked well in the trials there's a few things you'll tweak here and there but I think it's working well we've a few things like the quick free things like that that actually I think the GAA could look at the quick puck out I love it I think if you're behind in a game and you're coming down to the end of it it's you know do it properly and it can change it up so I mean to me we're probably a little bit ahead of the hurling and maybe the hurling should start looking to see what the camogie has done and start thinking a bit out of the box really because the players are there they want to play the game 
and by and large it's always going to be a clean game nine times out of ten there's no malice in any of those frees Absolutely, that are given yeah. And Hilda, uh, I suppose in your term now, you have, you've seen a, a progress with those rules and indeed with a very competitive senior championship as well and uh, as you mentioned the clubs. So what targets from a personal point of view have you left that you'd like to see happening in, in your stint uh, at the head of Camogie? Um, well look, I don't think there's an awful lot wrong. I think what we do is we build on it, but we've got to build from the bottom up and sometimes I think maybe over the last couple of years, Camogie was trying to move on and become catch up in some ways and we focused on the county. We've got to focus on the club because we've got to get the coaching into the clubs and we've got to focus on getting the players at a very early age skilled up so to me we've probably put a huge amount of work over the last couple of years into the inter-county game I'd like to see some focus back into the club I think over the next two or three years and start building it up from the ground up um, I don't think there's much wrong I think we've just got to build on it we've spread the game lots of ways we're in an awful lot more counties now we've Mayo playing we've done Donegal, we've Monaghan. So these counties are emerging counties and I think if we can build on the game, it's a brilliant game, we build on it and we spread the Bible of Camogie out there wider. Well, we're, we're all convinced on, 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 on that aspect of it, it is a fantastic sport. Uh, the, other, the final question, Hilda, before I let you go, and, and uh, again thanks for coming up to us, is uh, you know, publicity for the game. I know it's, got, it's getting more TV exposure, it's getting more newspaper exposure and online as well, and uh, games being streamed, etc. Um, you know, the, the next step now is to get maybe bigger crowds in when the COVID, please God, is gone in the years to come. And rather, not just the All-Ireland final, but maybe get bigger crowds attending these matches uh, when, when it allows. And, you know, wh what do you think can be done to get a few thousand people attending these maybe round games or, or semi-finals as opposed to just waiting for the final? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, we've streamed over the last couple of years. COVID didn't really start the stream and we had already started that. Mm. And you like to think that if people see the game, then they'll spread it and they'll go and see the matches. It's a tough one because, I mean, the reality is sometimes we don't even support our own games and we see people going off to hurling matches and football matches when that, there's that a Camogie that, that match. That was part of my question, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we've got to be a little bit more demanding and we've got to be saying, you know, the girls are there, the skill is there, and it's a brilliant game. It's great sport, so, yeah. you know, we should be demanding that people should be supporting it by going to the matches. Uh, sometimes, I suppose, women and girls, maybe when they're at home and somebody's going one way and somebody's going the other one, and the girl gets left behind, and it's been that way for a long time. So, I, I would be saying to maybe to daughters to start being a bit more vocal and from an early age insisting that people are going to your game. We all know a few of them. <laughs> Hilda, before I let you go, and we're very thankful for coming, as I said, and uh, we wish you the very, very best in continued success in your term as president. Uh, I'm going to ask you now a very difficult question, but you have to give an answer in one word. Who is going to win the senior Camogie or Ireland? <laughs> well, I'm always wrong, so, <laughs> so probably nobody wants me. I think it's going to be a tough one, to be fair. Um, I suppose, you know, the Leinster in me, you'd say Kilkenny are there, thereabouts, and you never bet against the Cats. We've seen that on so many occasions. I fancied Cork from the start of the year, I have to say. Um, they didn't come through in the league. I thought they are building nicely. Um, so, do you know, I'm not going to go between either of them, but if I was a betting woman, I'd probably be putting my money on one of those two, so I would. <laughs> well, fair play to you. Did put your, you, put, you did put your, put your uh, reputation on the line there. So, Hilda President, Uktron uh, of, of the Camogie Association, a million thanks for joining us here at the studio, uh, the, 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 the commentary position in Cusick Park for Scarab Community Radio. Great thanks to, due to you and uh, best of luck in your term. Thanks very much.
The good weather and the easing of restrictions has been good for the tourist industry in East Clare. Jim Collins was in Manchan this week and spoke to Sarah and her family from Wicklow about how they were getting on in the Banner County. This is Jim Collins for Scariff Bay Community Radio and I'm here in Mount Shannon and I'm talking to Sarah. Sarah is all the way from uh, County Wicklow from that's, that's right. Kilcool. Yes. yes, I'm from Greystones but I live in Kilcool you live in a Kilcool. long time. Yes. And you were telling me before we started Sarah that uh, that is associations with uh, Glenrow. A long time ago Glenrow used to be filmed there. Down Ginny the road. and Miley and all, all that lot, yes, all that lot. Yeah, Very it's great. Good. It's a beautiful place. Yes, and Absolutely. You're, you're here surrounded by an, um, some members of your family and some not, is that that's right? That's right, I'm here with my son Luke and... Hello! <laughs> yes. And all the gang here, Maya and Mirabel and Christopher, my friends' children Hello. and friends. Okay. And they're all fabulous, and we've been jumping into the lake, having a wonderful time. I the most. Lovely. This man is out, and we'll talk to you in a second. It's um, you're. Uh, he's just after coming out. He's all wet so yeah, far. Yeah, so in his little wetsuit that we got. Mm. So it's brilliant. We well, tell, tell me, Sarah, what drew you to Mount Shannon? Well, my very good friend Alison said to me last Saturday when we were jumping into the sea in Greystones would you like to join me in Mount Shannon and I said well where is that and she goes it's in County Clare and you'll be fine I'll give you the sat nav details and off you go and I've never ventured further than Wexford in my car so I hadn't a clue I was we had his atlas from the classroom and we drove down and we just got here it was fantastic can't get over the place it's absolutely amazing Yes. And I'm going to come back. Okay. We're in a lovely house up the road and it's just perfect. What do you like about the place? Well, the people are extremely friendly. Um, It's really calm. It's not too busy. It's just so ideal. It's ideal for anyone coming down to just be themselves and just be and be quiet and relaxed and everything's here as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And have you been involved in any activities? I know your family are obviously yeah. have been in the water. Well, we might take a boat out tomorrow. There's chat about a boat before I head back to Wicklow. So we're going to get up early and get a boat for all of us. And we've been enjoying the swimming very much because my little fella's only pretty much learning to swim and he's been swimming in Greystones a lot in the sea and yeah. he's just been jumping in all morning. So it's amazing. I know. Have you, Holy Island is just off the, the coast here. Right. And that's certainly worth the place. I know back here, yes. just on the other side of the wall, there's a guy called oh, Ger Madden who's, okay. he brings people in and out. Lovely. And uh, it's it's an island. It's an old monastic settlement okay, out there. Okay, just down with, the road here. With the round tower. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, so it's about 15 minutes by boat from here, from where we are. I'll say to Alison and we might head off down that way in the morning. Yes. After uh, our brekkie. Yes, absolutely. I'll love. tell you what, I'd love to come down again. I don't want to leave. <laughs> yes, yeah. And really, I suppose, you know, the, um, the place is only beginning to open up after covid like everywhere else in the country you know i mean yeah. normally there'd be a, a sort of a great nightlife around this area not just in mount shannon but in other villages okay. with, with music and um you know oh, particularly irish music dancing a lot of that kind of thing so it's you're getting i suppose if you're looking for a quieter time you're probably well probably you know fine with it. where i live is quite busy anyway so it's nice to have a quieter time and maybe when i come back next time i'll go into the pubs and have a bit of a sing song or something with all the with all the gang i'd love that lovely, lovely. <laughs> so listen introduce us so to maybe some of the people with you well this is my son luke hello hi luke if you would just move over slightly nearer to no. the microphone this my little this is my son luke he's oh, eight hello. hello tell us about yourself now luke uh, are you you're you're going to school? Yeah. Primary school? Mm, or secondary yeah. school? Primary. What class are you in? 
third, well, second, going into third. Going into third, very good. And of course, you had your school very much disrupted last year with, with COVID and uh, yeah. you, you had to, a lot of your classes were via Zoom, weren't, isn't that right? Yeah. How do you like that? Uh, not very much as if I was in class. Yeah, yeah. And you, of course, you, you missed your friends a lot, I suppose, too. You know, you didn't see them every day like you normally would. Yeah, I'd see them on Zoom, but it, it's not the same as, like, like seeing b- beside them than looking at a screen. No, of course it's not. No, you can have a lot more crack when you're with them in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. And tell us, what do you like about Montana? From you, we heard what your mum likes to do, but uh, what what do what do you like to do here? Or do you you're enjoying this? Place? I I like going to the playground around the corner and using the exercise things because because I go all over them. Yes. Yeah. There's a lovely playground up in the, and and the maze is up there as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 You've seen that. Yeah. We yeah. played high. We played hide and seek in the maze or tag or something in the maze yesterday with my friend. Lovely, lovely, very, very nice. Okay, Sarah, who, uh, who else have you got here? Well, Any, got anyone else like to talk to us? I wonder. We've got Maya and we've got Christopher. So, would you like to speak, girls? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so who have we first? We have Mirabel. Mirabel, how are you, Mirabel? Are you from Greystones as well, Mirabel? Uh, I'm from Newtown and Kennedy in Wicklow. Oh yeah, just over the road. Yeah. Yes, from Greystones. And you're are you, you're secondary school yeah, are you? Secondary school going into second year. You're going into se- finished first year last year. Yeah. Again, like we were talking to Luke, uh, a lot of um, disruption last year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I feel like they're getting everything back together, trying to get the school back together with COVID and everything and putting in the restrictions now. That's right. Yeah. School. Yeah. So. How do you feel, I wonder, about I see now that they're vaccinating teenagers at this week. How does that, uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I think that's going to be really good um, because they've gotten all the age groups really, really fast. Now they're getting to teenagers, so that's going to be really good and hopefully the COVID numbers will die down. Yeah, excellent. Please God, if we will, then we'll be able to enjoy proper holidays as the yeah. time goes on. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. And who, uh, Mia, is it? Maya. Sorry? Maya. Maya. Maya, how are you? You're very welcome to Mount Shannon. Thank you. What do you like about this place? Um, it's a great place, like just for the holidays for a few days. Um, I like jumping in. It's like it's a nice place to go to. Yeah, and, and uh, it's a good place to go swimming too. Okay, very good. And of course, it's got a blue flag here, so it's it's pretty clean. Yeah, you know, and, is, yeah. and empty of pollution. That's yeah. grand. And you're in school also. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to second year in Wicklow Town. Oh yeah, very good. And you're you're looking for? Are you looking forward to going back to school? Uh, yeah, I am, but uh, of course we have to wear the masks again, which is kind of tough for us too. Yes, it is. It's a nuisance wearing masks now, it particularly is. inside in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's hard, hard, hard to recognise people even sometimes, isn't yeah. that right? Yeah. Great. Well, Maya, listen, I hope you enjoy the rest of your time here in Mount Shannon. Thank you. And thanks a million for talking to us here. You're welcome. Okay. And Sarah, we have one more of your troop that we need to... uh, We have to talk to... uh, Who have we got here? Christopher. 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 Hi, Christopher. How are you? Good. Are you enjoying yourself in Mount Shannon? Yes. Yeah. What do you like about it now? Uh, Lots of swimming, exercise, and just really like 
All the views. The views. Good. What's your favourite thing now about about being here for a few days on holidays? Um, my favourite thing is to me swimming a lot. Yes. Yeah. And of course, it's very safe out there as swimming as well because you know we're we're here beside the harbour and you can actually see across to a private harbour across the way and it's it's actually possible to walk almost right across there it's not deep at all so yeah nobody has to worry too much about about um you know deep water mm-hmm. listen i'm delighted to be able to talk to you and to all your family this morning thank you so much for talking to us uh, enjoy thank the you. enjoy the rest of the week and and safe trip when you go back up to Wicklow. Safe trip to you. Thank you very much. Okay, Sarah, um, I suppose before you go, just uh, thank you for coming and talking to us this morning here thank on Scarlet Bay Thank you very much. Community it was lovely Ray. chatting to you as well. Okay, Sarah, thank you so thanks much. that. Enjoy bye the bye. rest of your stay. Thank you, bye. Thanks. Bye. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on the local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarf Bay Community Radio.